This is the Creep Score Podcast. Hello again, and welcome to another Creep Score Podcast with me, Casey. Considering there isn't a whole lot to talk about leading up to the new season, at this moment anyway, I'm going to start looking at some of the teams involved in the current NALCS season. So I'm going to look at their histories, I'm going to read any articles I can find on them, and then I'm going to, you know, kind of keep doing that up until the start of the season in a couple of weeks, actually a month from now, give or take. So you can look forward to some retrospectives, some histories, some stats, some whatever I can find on any of these teams. And then once the season starts, I will kick into high gear, and of course I'll throw any news bits that do show up through the next couple of weeks as well. So I'm going to start with maybe the oldest team in the NALCS. It's a team synonymous with League of Legends, and it's a team that has probably the most decorated history in all of the League of Legends competitive scene. I'm not going to reveal who it is just yet, you probably already figured it out, but I'm going to get some housekeeping out of the way first. Of course, if you ever do want to reach me regarding anything I've said on the show, comments, questions, concerns, anything like that, feel free to hit me up. You can send me an email at cjvchaplin, that's C-H-A-P-L-I-N, at gmail.com. You can also leave a review with what you think of the show. I like honest reviews. Don't leave a five-star just for the sake of leaving a five-star. Leave a five-star if you really enjoy it, and leave a review. Tell me what you think. I'll read them out on air for everyone I get, and yeah, it's about that. I think it's pretty good. So we're getting started with the podcast today. Today's feature is, of course, of TSM. And while looking through the history, I found a whole bunch of different websites with a bunch of different information. We got, you know, Leakpedia and all those different kind of sites that kind of break everything down. But then I found lulesports.com did a brief history of TSM a couple of years ago. So I'm going to read over that, and then I'll kind of fill in the blanks with everything leading up to 2018 from what I can remember. So some of this is going to sound really good because it's really well written by Paul Marshall, and some of it's going to be from me, so it's not going to sound super good. So let's just get started. He has some really kind words, some really great insight on the team as it is. And remember, this is not my work. This is something I found, and it's being kind of regurgitated, reported, if you want to say, from LOL Esports. I'll leave a link in the description of this one as well for that article. So you can go read it yourself if you want to see the pictures that they posted up. But he starts with, Since the dawn of competitive League of Legends, only one team can lay claim to playing in all five World Championship events. Of course, that's changed over the last couple of years. They're one of the oldest and most storied teams in the history of competitive play, being a dominant force in North America since its conception back in 2011. You no doubt heard the crowd chanting their name even when they're not playing, and whispers of Baylife make you feel like you're the loop on some grand joke. We are, in fact, talking about Team Solo Mid, TSM. But who are they? Where do they come from? And where are my pants? That's a very good question. Paul, where are your pants? Why are you writing this without pants? Anyway, we want answers to all of these questions and more with our brief history of the Team Solo Mid, the first installment of our League of History series. So apparently they've done more. If you're talking about TSM, it's impossible to talk about them without first talking about this man, Andy Reginald Din. He is the founder and former manager, coach, and mid lane star for TSM. His face is plastered on the NALCS studio, and for a good reason. TSM was his brainchild. It was born in the fires of a falling out between Reggie and his team, all or nothing, due to ideological differences. Not willing to hang up the keyboard and mouse, Reggie endeavored to start his own team branded after his own brother, 
and himself, Dan Din's website, solomid.net, one of the first websites dedicated to League of Legends and a forum for people to post champion guides. It was these humble beginnings that would eventually evolve into the powerhouse of esports that is TSM today. Much of the early personality of the team came from Reggie himself, sometimes brash, sometimes quick to temper, not afraid to trash talk or back it up, and always striving to be as competitive as possible. Originally, they struggled to hold down a roster until they settled on the Rain Man, the Odd One, Chaos, and Expecial, and of course, Reggie, in the mid lane. This lineup would see moderate success back in the day when League of Legends World Championship looked like this. And there's a poster of people in t-shirts sitting around. A LAN party is essentially what it looks like. They would end the inaugural World Championship in third place behind European teams like All Authority and Fnatic. At the start of Season 2, they hit their stride when they signed a man who would go on to become a legend. Signing Dyrus is arguably one of the most pivotal moments in the organization's history. He was a dominant force in top lane for Epic Gamer and replaced a player, the Rain Man, who many people thought was past his prime. Dyrus would become synonymous with the TSM brand, whether it was turning up on stage with his fabled Dyrus pillow, or calling everyone else in the competition trash, especially CLG. His YOLO attitude seemed to go hand in hand with the fans of TSM, Dyrus was one of the most popular streamers of the time, and no doubt introduced countless people to the joys of Singed. That was my favorite character too. My favorite hero was always Singed. Just run. That's all he had to do. He had no skill, he just ran. His skill, personality, and accessibility to the fans made him one of the most likable figures in the world of League of Legends. He was a journeyman who was never the best player on the team, but sometimes, for the briefest moment, he could be, making his story all the more compelling. He'd solo kill a rise on top with Mundo, and then the next game die to the Wolves. Domestically, Season 2 was an insane year for TSM. With Dyrus as their new top lane, they would go on to win just about every domestic tournament. IPL4, IPL Faceoff, MLGs. If there's a North American tournament, then odds are TSM won it. Throughout 2012, TSM won six marquee professional North American events and finished second in many others. League fans thought they were the best, and TSM knew they were the best. No matter which other domestic team stepped up to challenge them, TSM would always find their way back to the top. It was this attitude that would see them crowned Season 2 NA Regional Champions, and they went on to Season 2 Worlds as the favorite North American team. Their domestic success failed to translate internationally, however, and despite a ton of hype and a wave of momentum behind them, they still only managed to place 7th. The results were crushing. Not only did they fail to meet all expectations, but Dyrus also leaked Team Dignitas strats to CLGEU, something which he apologized profusely for later and would refer to as the worst moment of his life. Nevertheless, it reflected poorly on both him and TSM as a whole. The strat leaks were just the start of the turmoil for the team heading into Season 3. TSM were playing well, but beneath the surface, the team was struggling. As a result of these struggles, ADC Chaos was benched for negative behavior. TSM called up their substitute ADC, Wild Turtle, to replace him for their upcoming LCS weekend. Wild Turtle came up huge against Complexity, and not only walked away from the match with a pentakill, but with a starting spot on the TSM roster. I do remember watching that game, actually. It was crazy. It was insane. You didn't see it coming, then all of a sudden it was just like, boom, 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 dead, dead, dead. 
Pentakill in his first match. I believe it was his first, maybe second match of that weekend. And Wild Turtle just ran away with it. And he was, you know, story kind of writes itself. He became their starter for quite a long time, actually. The organization parted away with, with Chaos and with Wild Turtle. They would go on to finish first place and win the spring split. This high wouldn't last long, however, as a sleeping dragon was about to take the NALCS by storm. Clouds on the horizon. I like the name of that paragraph. This segment. Clouds on the horizon. During the Season 3 summer split, Cloud9 burst onto the scene and dethroned TSM from the top dog position. A team from the Challenger series, they would finish the Season 25-3, and 3, a record that stood until 2015 summer split. While TSM crept into third place with a 14-14 record, this, coupled with a poor performance at the Season 3 Worlds, prompted a soul-searching journey from TSM that would eventually lead them to here. Reggie made the decision to step down from the starting roster of TSM to devote himself to coaching and managerial responsibilities. Finding a replacement was going to be no small task. Reggie was an outstanding player. He had a unique, aggressive style of play that saw him roaming all over the map. None of the North American mid laners seemed like a good fit, so Reggie looked abroad to fill his big shoes, eventually settling on Bjergsen, a young mid lane prodigy who was playing for Ninjas in Pajamas, formerly Copenhagen Wolves. At the time, he was only the second player to move from Europe to North America. Now he is one of the biggest stars in the NALCS and arguably one of the best players in the world. With the arrival of Bjergsen, the ideology behind solo mid took a whole new level of meaning. Here was a rare talent that you could legitimately construct a team around. A mechanical god with a great macro understanding of the game and a faker-esque champion pool. His talents would shape much of TSM's strategy over the course of the next two seasons. But even with the arrival of Bjergsen for the 2014 Spring Split, TSM still couldn't shake the ever-growing powerhouse that was Cloud9. They ended the split with a record of 22-6, their best yet, but still came in second in both splits and the playoffs to Cloud9, who were looking for more and more like a final boss of every single day battles. As the summer split rolled around, TSM fell into a slump. Ixpecial was benched for his negative attitude and the odd one retired. They turned to Glebe of Cloud9, Tempest, and Amazing of Copenhagen Wolves as replacement. Amazing, a mechanical jungler known for his Lee Sin, fit in with the place to own standards of the team. Glebe, however, didn't reach the level that TSM were hoping for. To give themselves the best shot at playoffs and the worlds, TSM signed CJ Entis Blaze, standout Lustboy, to take over support duties. With this addition, their luck started to turn around. They pulled themselves out of fifth place and managed to finish the summer split in third, earning themselves a playoff berth. They would go on to beat both Team Dignitas and LMQ to meet Cloud9 in the finals. It was a road they had been down so many times before, but always managed to stumble at the last hurdle. It was easy to be suffocated by the weight of everything that had brought them there. The roster changes and inner strife. The history of losing to Cloud9. It all culminated in a hard-fought 3-2 series. TSM prevailed, giving Cloud9 their first ever playoff loss. Going into Worlds again, there were high expectations of TSM. Their group stage showed glimmers of this as they beat out SK Gaming and Taipei Assassins to come in second behind Starhorn Royal Club, one of the best teams in China. Alas, 
In the quarterfinals, they would come face to face with the powerhouse that was Samsung White. Although they managed to win one game, they would still lose the series 3-1. In the offseason, TSM would lose Jungler Amazing back to Europe. It was on good terms as Amazing just wanted to move back to the EU. TSM acquired an up-and-coming challenger, player in the name of Santorin, as a replacement. It was with this roster that they would continue their run of excellent form and win their first ever international tournament at IEM Katowice, sweeping Team WE in the finals 3-0. They would go on to win both the spring split and playoffs, beating out Cloud9 in both instances. TSM was on a hot streak until MSI stopped them dead in their tracks. They were coming into the tournament as favorites, but only managed to win one game in the group stage, bowing out of the competition early. The hit of MSI would carry on to the summer split. A lack of both confidence and coordination would see them finish the summer split in fifth place, the lowest position in the history of the organization. Even so, they still managed to use their superior playoffs experience to win their way to a championship showdown with CLG. They were swept 3-0 and gave CLG their first ever regional championship. While the loss of CLG was devastating, TSM had their eyes firmly set on Worlds 2015. They bootcamped in Korea and had an overwhelming positive outlook at their prospects even after being given an unfavorable draw. Unfortunately, this positivity evaporated after boot camp and they finished bottom of their group. During the offseason, TSM underwent some of the most radical changes ever seen by any top-tier team, the LCS. A string of retirements and benching saw them lose almost their entire starting roster, including Dyrus. After his tearful announcement at Worlds 2015, he became the second highest trending topic on Twitter. When the dust settled, the only player that was left was Bjergsen, essentially leaving them to rebuild their team almost from scratch. The results being one of the most stacked rosters in NALCS history, including Doublelift, arguably the best ADC in North America, and Yellowstar, the 2015 EU LCS Summer Split MVP. In week 1 of 2016, they went 1-1 one one in the NALCS, losing to CLG and picking up a come-from-behind victory against Liquid. Neither game looked particularly convincing. Though, in the mess of rust and misplays, there were glimmers of brilliance. Shiny little beacons of hope telling us what this team could become. Obviously, it's going to be a long walk to get there. Teams traditionally take some time to gel together. But, if this team manages to become a cohesive unit, it could potentially be the best iteration of TSM to date. That brings us to the end of the article, which was written, of course on lolesports.com by Paul Marshall. Brings us to 2016, but there's two more years to cover from there on out. So I'll do my best to fill in the blanks. So we'll just start at the beginning of the Season 6 or 2016 year. With expectations high after the team had been fully established, TSM's first game as we covered didn't go so well. They ended their first weekend at 1-1. One one. Team Solo Mid ended up on the regular season with a 9-9 record. This placed them in a two-way tie for fifth place with Energy Sports, which qualified them for playoffs. For the first match of playoffs, TSM defeated third place Cloud9 in a 3-1 series victory. In the semifinals, TSM was placed against the first place team of the regular season, 17-1 Immortals. TSM finished the series 3-0 to advance to the finals. In the finals, TSM faced off against second seed, 13-5 Counter Logic Gaming. TSM lost in a 3-2 series and ended the spring split in second place. Going into the summer, Yellowstar left TSM to return to Fnatic. 
TSM picked up a rookie in Biofrost to fill the support role. TSM went nearly undefeated in the summer split, dropping one game against Phoenix One for a 17-1 record. With their summer split finished, in their playoff run, TSM defeated CLG 3-0 in the semifinals and had a 3-1 victory over Cloud9 in the finals, thus regaining the title of North American Champions. TSM qualified for the 2016 League of Legends World Championships as North America's first seed. TSM was drawn into Group D, which contained Samsung Galaxy and Royal Never Give Up, as well as Splice. TSM lost their first game against RNG, but were able to win their first game against Samsung. A victory against Splice put them in a three-way tie for first, with Samsung and RNG. In the second week, Samsung beat TSM. After Doublelift, infamously dashed into the opposing mid laner, which forced them not to take Baron. TSM then won against Splice and lost to RNG. They were ultimately eliminated in the group stage with a 3-3 record. During the preseason, TSM starting ADC, Doublelift announced that he would take the spring split off in order to rest and build his streaming career. The team's previous ADC Wild Turtle, who had previously moved to Immortals, returned to play with TSM. Doublelift would later return to the team for the summer split and compete with Wild Turtle for the starting position. Season 7, 2017 now. With the new ADC, TSM took to the spring split looking to capture their 5th NALCS championship. The team ended the split with a record of 15-3, earning them the first seed and a first round bye for the 16 playoffs. TSM's top laner, Hauntzer, and TSM's mid laner, Bjergsen, were voted onto the NALCS All-LCS team for their performances during the season. TSM's first match of the playoffs was in the semifinals against 5th seed, FlyQuest, a team led by popular longtime player, Hai. TSM quickly showed their strength and won the series by sweeping FlyQuest 3-0. This gave TSM yet another berth into the NALCS Finals, where they have never missed out on playing. In the finals, TSM faced longtime rivals in second seed, Cloud9. TSM were quickly out to 2-0 lead, and were looking like they were going to sweep yet another team after winning Game 2 in 22 minutes. Nonetheless, Cloud9 bounced back and won Games 3 and 4, leading into a final Game 5. After a close and grueling Game 5, TSM caught Cloud9's mid laner Jensen before he could get back to safety. This catch ended up giving TSM the numbers to win the fight and won the game. For winning the Spring Split, TSM was awarded $100,000, 90 championship points, and an invitation to the 2017 Mid-Season Invitational in Brazil. At the 2017 Mid-Season Invitational, TSM played against the Vietnamese team Gigabyte Marines in order to advance to the main event. TSM defeated GAM 3-2 and qualified for the group stage, where they ended up with a score of 4-6, failing to make it to the knockout stage in yet another international tournament. With Doublelift coming back from his break as the TSM starting ADC, the team looked once again to make it to the League of Legends World Championship. They ended the season of 14-4 being tied with Immortals in wins but having lesser losses, making them ending the season in first place. TSM met with Team Dignitas in the semifinals and defeated them 3-1. TSM then continued to represent North America as the first seed, defeating Immortals 3-1 in the finals, becoming the first organization to win three NALCS finals in a row. Hoping to redeem themselves from last year's World Championship, TSM was placed in Group D along with Team WE, Misfits Gaming, and Flash Wolves. The team looked promising with a 2-1 record on its first week, only dropping a game to Misfit Gaming. However, the Week 2 NA curse continued with TSM only winning one game against Misfits in Week 2. TSM 
was then eliminated from the 2017 League of Legends World Championship in a tiebreaker match against Misfit Gaming. They ended the group stages with a 3-3 record. Again, not advancing. Now we get into pre-season 8 in 2018. After not making it out of the group stage once again, TSM decided to part ways with Fenskaren, Doublelift, and Biofrost. In addition to more than half the roster leaving, Parth, their coach, stepped down with Song, replacing him as head coach. It was then announced on November 23rd and 24th that Mike Young, Sven, and Mithy were signed to replace the missing slots for Jungle, AD Carry, and the support. The roster was one of the most hyped going into the spring split due to the championship pedigree of four of its players, though Mike Young's inexperience was seen as a possible weak point. However, despite these lofty expectations, they began the season three losses and one win. A 2-0 week in week three brought them back up to an even record, but the team fell to four and six over the next two weeks. Mike Young's struggle and nervousness on stage were a major factor to their bad start as well as a lack of team coordination. The team seemed to turn it around on week 6, losing only a single game to eventual first place 100 Thieves. They finished the split 11-7, a respectable record, and an unprecedented 4-way tie for 3rd place with Team Liquid, Cloud9, and Clutch Gaming. This tie required a tiebreaker to determine playoff seeding, where TSM continued their dominance dispatching both Liquid and Clutch to claim 3rd place. In the quarterfinal playoffs, TSM was again matched up against Clutch, who had lost both of their tiebreakers to finish as the 6th seed. Despite Clutch having defeated TSM in both of their regular season matchups, TSM were heavily favored due to their late season surge, and having defeated Clutch in the tiebreaker match only a week prior. Game 1 appeared to be going according to plan as TSM heavily focused Clutch's jungler Lyra in the early game en route to an easy stomp of Clutch. Clutch fought back to get a come-from-behind victory in a scrappy Game 2, but TSM still looked poised to take the series. However, in one of the greatest playoff upsets in the history of competitive League of Legends, Clutch stomped TSM in games 3 and 4 to take the series 3-1, becoming the first ever team to defeat TSM in the quarterfinals. This also meant that TSM would not be in the finals for the first time in their history of the NALCS. Criticism was leveled at TSM for allowing Hakuo to pick Thresh in all three final games, despite his dominant performance on it in all of Clutch's wins. TSM went into the summer split with moderate expectations. Despite carrying the name TSM and still having a very stacked roster, Grig took over in the jungle, and the inexperience of Mike Young sort of just kind of went away. TSM ended up finishing 5th with an 11-9 record in the summer split, and was able to make the playoffs where they had yet another decent playoff run. They defeated Echo Fox 3-2 in the quarterfinals, but lost in the semifinals to Cloud9. They went on to win third place, however, over 100 Thieves in a 3-2 final. Cloud9 would not go on to represent North America at the World Championships in 2018. And perhaps it was for the best. Maybe they needed a break from international play. This is a team that had been dominant for so long, been to almost every single World Championship, only to come up short. Maybe they needed the break. Couldn't have hurt. They go into the new season with high expectations as always, with a slightly new looking roster and a new coach. Perhaps 2019 will be the year TSM finally advances somewhere in the World Championship, but first they have to get through a very tight and tough looking NALCS. Keep an ear out for next week's podcast where I'll be looking at yet another team from the NALCS, another team with a ton of history that can rival only TSM 
in longevity. Of course, we're talking about CLG or Counter Logic Gaming. And of course, if you did like what you heard today, please drop me a review. And of course, you can always contact me at cjvchaplin, C-H-A-P-L-I-N, at gmail.com. Until next week.